0: What's going on? It's uh, Stu. It's a Village Idiot Podcast. It is episode four of season three. We're going to be talking about some of our classic hangover cures, things like that, how the Bears screwed up this hiring process yet again. We'll be touching on the weekend in football, this past weekend in football, which many are considering the best weekend in football ever. We'll be covering all kinds of things. Like we said, it's Season 3, I think episode 4, we're on a roll this year guys, check in, enjoy the episode. What's going on? It's the Village Idiot Show, Podcast, whatever the hell you want to call it. Live from... My living room. I was about to say my parents' basement. But <laughs> it just feels like what I should be saying live from my parents' <laughs> basement. There's probably something already out called that. But anyways, yeah, we're, we're back. What four, That is a month in a row. Four solid weeks in a row. So, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong there, man. What's going on, Jeff?
1: Nothing. I mean, I was actually feeling kind of pressured. <laughs> where like if i said no i was i was gonna ruin some sort of monumental streak but i am literally decompressing with some cocktails and a little australian open in the background sound oh, yeah. the <laughs> joker because <laughs> that's literally the the life that i live like it's hey get home at eight you know whatever put the kids to bed make some food, grab some food, whatever, and then try and live some sort of life. You know, have some drinks and be like, what just happened today? Because I was off the grid for the last 15 hours. And then I get a little shutout and do it all over again about 4.30 a.m. So, we'll see what... This
0: Zoom thing has taken over my life. Excuse me, being at home I work way more than I used to. It's crazy.
1: I get stuff done at home, but my job if I could if I lived in a different area I might be able to mask some of my stuff under the cloak of COVID. You know, it's plus it's getting bad again. Um, there's outbreaks, people close, whatever. So I could do some more stuff remotely. I can get some serious work done if I can lock my kid out of my office. Um, But when he infiltrates the office, it's literally me just holding him like, you know, like a bat out of hell. Like just he is... Just a, <laughs> a finger in a dike. He is trying to just ruin everything. Dude, that's It's what a literal. It's holding an umbrella in a hurricane and a tornado is what you, it amounts to because it is a futile attempt at anything. So anything that he can get into, if he will. But no, dude, I get it. That's why was so hard.
0: Snow days and stuff like we just came off of. I felt like they were just finding reasons to be out of school, dude. It's like, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't get nothing done. I couldn't get <laughs> nothing done. So. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing, dude. And then it's so good, no. and like trying to convince Cutler that that snow outside really kind of sucks. It's not really good snow is, um, you know, it's, that's not easy to do either, especially for a little guy. So.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a learning curve with packing snow and. As a northerner, it definitely comes at about age four, but maybe five, but definitely bus stop time. You realize when you can throw a snowball, when you can't. Um, but when you just, just kind of curl into a shell and wait for that bus to come, make sure you don't, you know, get too many appendages exposed. <laughs> and then there's other times when it's just like, Oh, yeah there's whatever the dew point or whatever the humidity has to be. You're just like, it's go time. And you are literally like, there was dive rolls being done like in front of buses like because there was just all out just that, just total you know, war games going on at the bus stop back in uh, suburban Chicago. And that was a beautiful thing. Oh, for but, sure, dude. No,
0: that, that was the days. That's, but then... Even this past weekend, man, I had my first first meeting on Monday. I told everybody, man, I got a football hangover because this past weekend, the was it the best? It's the best weekend of football that's that's happened. Right? Like,
1: hard not to hard for it not to be. I would argue that it might have been in the annals of playoff football as bad as the week before was. Yeah. If we've got to sit through that to get that. Oh, however, that reseeding thing, you know, the NFL did that reseeding thing because they didn't want the, you know, they didn't want the three to play the whatever. So they wanted to make it, oh, the highest seed, the the, the buy seed plays the lowest seed. I'm a big guy about brackets. I was a big bracket guy. I used to run big brackets. Big I was a big bracketology guy. I, was a, I ran, I ran legal gambling brackets when I was like five with, I graded them. My grandma ran it. it, was all the teachers. She was the, you know, my, my grandpa was the assistant superintendent. We had, we had family members all of them. Yeah. So you could, you could enter, I think, as many as like three maybe brackets, but I had to grade them. Grandma was, you know, the, she was the secretary she was the president whatever um but i remember just being big bracket guy you know one sixteen 9 like everything plus i'm a math from a big math family i'm very analytical so everything's got to be it's got to be you know cyclical it's got a it's there's a yin, there's a yang and see, i don't like right it that
0: way to everybody we're a big math family <laughs>
1: Yeah. We're big <laughs> Big numbers guy. Come from big I think the best thing to say is a big numbers I'm a big numbers guy. But that being said there's there's something too just leaving it how it was through the annals of time I feel like it came from like ancient Greece or something the the brackets. Like let's just I used to run, you know, badminton tournaments where I would make get some poster board and a marker and we'd get a 30 pack you know for each team whatever on a sunday double elimination there was a loser's bracket like but everything is i played in gus macker tournaments like come on people right but i'm like (laughs) what do we why do we got to have the you know why do we got to have the the weird things that go on now remember like when the nba said that you couldn't be higher if you won the division you didn't get a better record than the fourth seed or whatever. Like, you know, they're just putting all these, like, I don't like, I like history and I don't like all these, you know, basically add-ons, appendages, you know, it's it's just I epilogues, whatever you want to call it. I don't like changing history. There's certain things that work you know, great job, you know, with the wild card in baseball or whatever. Some of these things, but some of these things could be changed and they never change them because of history, but some of these things shouldn't be changed. And the first week of football was terrible. The second weekend of football was the best thing that I've seen since sliced bread. And I wanted to do emergency podcast with you. And you had, we had stuff, it's always hard for us to get going, but all that was just nonstop. Some of it was total garbage because, like, you know, who wanted to watch that Forty ers except to watch Aaron Rodgers nonverbal, you know, whatever. But he, but there's not there, that much there. But that last like seven minutes, if you tuned in, if you just happened to flip back, you're like, well, let's get this Dude, going. I have here. an
0: Aaron Rodgers comparison, then I figured out what. I hate him, but I love him. Uh, like, I just, I hate that he had to be a Packer, you know? I, but my, besides Michael Jordan, because you can never pick him, my all time favorite basketball player, Steve Nash.
1: And right. As, you always say that.
0: I feel like there's a fair comparison in those two guys. Hmm. Like, like, even just like their mentality, and like, I don't think it makes or breaks Aaron Rodgers if he wins another championship. Steve Nash was very clear. Like, he's st- that was never success for him, was winning a championship. Like, he felt pretty successful. I don't, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is pretty close to that. They both kind of, granted, Nash is a candidate, but you know, they, they both kind of got that laid back vibe, and they're kind of magicians, you know, just. See everything better than everybody, and I—I th- I think he's one of those guys. Like, if you recall Steve Nash's run in those few years, where he was just—it was sick, dude, to watch him. People were talking about like you were watching one of the best to ever do it. I mean, he was on—he was on track to win three MVPs, like like in a row. He, I think he got robbed out of the third one, but who won the third
1: one? I
0: forget, but.
1: And was it, it the last LeBron. one? It wasn't the first one. It was the last one he got robbed of. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I th- and I think LeBron won it that year. But they they couldn't give it to little old Nash for the third year in a row. They would have lost all credibility to their league. You think but, that was um, LeBaron's
1: first, maybe? Could have been his first ever.
0: Yeah, maybe. But I, I look at him that way. Where And then afterward, nobody really speaks about Steve Nash in that way. Like, like you did when you saw him play. Like, nobody, everybody talks about the Chris Pauls of the world. And even his recent – like, nobody's like, oh, yeah, well – and I, I get he hadn't been out of the league that long. But still, like, to some of these kids who are middle schoolers and stuff, like, they never got to see Steve Nash. And I feel like people have that – there'll be people about that with Aaron Rodgers, but it won't be as many as it could be because his lack of championships.
1: Well, okay. I, I love. I mean, when it all goes down, when it when someone opens up the time capsule, the podcast time capsule in 150 years, Stupotamus will go down with Socrates, and because sometimes you just bring things where I'm like, man, that's some <laughs> serious stuff that you like. I don't know what stash you, you have, but so you CBT. you go way you go way into it into a place where I'm like, man that's you know that's that's the left brain right brain stuff that's the yin and the yang right there i'm a numbers guy you're a you're, right. you're a philosophical you know yeah, a man. just the big picture guy you're,
0: <laughs> man, i don't need your comparison, comparison came well the about, magician like, thing
1: the magician thing is totally on you're on to you always like, you'll start going, I'm going, I don't know where he's going. And then you'll be like, bring it in. I'll be like, I never looked at it. I never turned it that way and looked at it in that light. Love it. However, pro- probably the most disrespected two-time MVP ever loved him in the Santa Clara at the 15 seed. Uh, Georgetown, who would they beat? Two seed somebody. Didn't they beat um, Arizona? Uh, yes, Arizona. That sounds right. Um trivia. it was always glue Olson. in there some trivia were.
0: flights now by the
1: way, dude, I hosted trivia in two thousand five do
0: <laughs> do you think we could dominate flights trivia
1: uh yeah
0: I feel well, good. I don't know there's
1: some there is some probably some California like just think tanks that move to Sango. I didn't mean there. that interrupt but I th- <laughs> But yeah, Hey, yeah. it was just,
0: back it was just a, it California. was a,
1: <laughs> it was just basically, you know, me laying down my just total props for some of these comparisons <laughs> that you, dude, I you get know, all, I'm dude. a big, I'm a big analogy guy. And when you pull out some of these analogies, I'm like, where is he going with this? And then you bring it back. You and I love all, that. Man. It's like one of my voicemail. It's like one of my five-minute voicemail messages where I'm talking, forget what I'm even leaving a message about, and then remember at the end, and everyone's like, what the hell were you talking about? I just deleted it. I'm like, oh, it was a great message. It was a great message. You should have listened. That's like back
0: in the gambling radio days when you had to
1: leave voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Steve Nash definitely has that magician Aaron Rodgers, but... I don't think he's as much of an enigma as Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's disliked like Aaron Rodgers. He, he has didn't. definitely. I don't think. No, nobody didn't. Who didn't like Steve Nash? What was. Well, maybe Nash, not, not didn't as he disliked. Like him?
0: I should say even his, their personal lives are similar. With. with I don't women, know. What Steve and and, uh, Dude, life. I know everything about Steve Nash. It's very strange. He actually divorced his first wife because she cheated on him with Jason Richardson of the Phoenix Suns at while they were on this team together. Huh. Like, jacked up, right? Especially for as responsible as Steve Nash was J- for Jason Richardson's success. Like, like Jason Richardson stunk as far as an NBA basketball player. But he... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, he stunk. I mean,
0: he won a, dunk. He won a couple a, dunk contests. Uh, he stunk. Steve this Nash... This is the tweener was, time that brought, for me. Like, Brought him in, and it but either way, so but then he ended up. He has a very public, like weird relational thing, just kind of like Aaron Rodgers is too. I think that they both fall in love pretty quickly. Those two guys,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Aaron Rodgers, extremely quickly. It's kind of weird how Aaron Rodgers. Aaron,
1: Aaron Rodgers married.
0: I think they got secret married.
1: I think they did, too, during COVID. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Dr. getting Joe back Logan to it. Dr. the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the vaccination. He, he, he did the vaccination. How about some of those just, I mean, like I said, we've talked about it, the left, the right, Facebook. But Twitter is sometimes good just for, you know, put your foot back in your mouth, you dumb fuck, for saying what you said, because there is the trolls, uh, there's some dumb trolls, there's, I mean, there's zillions of trolls in their parents' basement, but some of the gems that came out are, are pretty, you know, it's entertaining, even if you're just, like, I can, I can make fun of myself, I can enjoy any humor that, Even if, you know, because I'd be like, oh, I would have said that about myself. Like if someone said that to me, I would have laughed at that joke because that's funny. You know, like humor is, in in itself is genius work. Like people used to come to the bar and be like, make me laugh. And I'm like, I'm not a puppet. I'm not a clown. (laughs) I'm like, if you were my friend, I would make you laugh, but I don't try and make anyone laugh. I just in myself, like there's two types of clowns and I'm, the you know, I'm just the idiot clown, you know, I'm the village idiot type of clown. The other clown is the one that's writing jokes and doing sand, whatever. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, humor, making someone laugh is, you know, that's a, that's a high, a natural high that you can get in this world. And some of those things that were said after, after he got booted by a, part you know pardon the pun by robbie and i just i mean it was it was thoroughly enjoyable not because for robbie i love i love me some robbie gold he said some things about the bears brass during the lockout you know about the you know the mccaskey family about some of the things that were going on league-wide not specific to the bears um Miss some kicks, but if you were freezing your ass off and you were wearing Carhartt, you know the things that people wear in Tennessee when it's just fifty degrees and they're riding their That's ATVs cool. out. Because, the, but when it was negative fifteen and you had those stupid things taped to every uh, the little warmers taped to everything, yeah. the Robbie Gold could warm you up with a game-winning kick and. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure that i I was in deep sleeps a couple of times because of alcohol and just my body shutting down because of you know hypothermia
0: like we're gonna be in deep sleep watching the entire bear season because it it was the most boring thing that ever
1: happened, but we'll get to that <laughs> yeah, we'll but that that's list. what that's what made me you know. I don't Jimmy G. Like it's I not happening long term
0: in the Packers' failure.
1: See, I great don't team anymore. Team. I do. Maybe my twenties, <laughs> and then I just don't. It's just sad to me that there's so much joy from They're the praise, like
2: man.
1: to to me. If you find that much joy and you're like in the other team losing, you're just a loser because your team sucks and they never beat the other team, well, yeah. and that's why you. That's why you're getting joy any way you can. Yeah. like. For me, it's like, it's just sad that why can't your team just be better and actually compete with your rival instead of you have to, like, you know, fudge packer and this and that, like all these things you that we. use kind of terminologies. Mm. Kid show. But <laughs> I'm just saying, that was beautiful. It was a terrible game when the kick got blocked. And I got to talk about, I don't know how. He's gonna make it through another week, but Debo Samuel is the real deal. That's I don't, I don't know if you could see this coming out of Ohio State, but whatever he has done, this is the new age Wildcat, yeah, it is. is it yeah. not? Like this yeah, is but a he's not warrior the, he's too. Not the
0: guy, he's not the originator. Cordero Patterson needs more credit. Like that guy should get more credit. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Hall of Famer. Change the game.
1: <laughs> Cordell Patterson
0: He changed the game
1: Literally He changed the game This year he And then didn't so even Get any credit And shape. then didn't even Get any credit for it <laughs> Because Devo Samuel Is better at yeah. it Than he is Well, yeah, he's it's older
0: both. Yeah And that's so weird Like He just had this Resurgence where Yes He was a similar player As a younger guy But He's had this Second career Where he's got Older Fatter And out of shape But they give him The mm-hmm. ball more <laughs> because he's like a crafty old dude he's like the james harden of the nfl
1: <laughs> well yeah but it's, just, it's it's never gonna get you anywhere <laughs>
0: like
1: so so let me ask you this i usually get really upset when somebody it just makes me like i said upset at the regime it's upset at my fandom when a former bear like goes somewhere else and then they restore discover that Cordell Patterson can do this but I'm like didn't they try this like I never remember when they tried Devin Hester as receiver and then they yelled at Lovey for doing it and it's like you told everyone and their mom said get this dude on the field he is going to revolutionize the game and then they're like wait oh he doesn't know how to line up in this like off the line on the line cover the tight end or don't cover the tight end (laughs) is it on two or is it on one like I love Devin Hester. Don't get me wrong. I saw all. I saw so many of them. Some of the best thing, you know, memories like of my Bears fandom, all involve him, and just the crazy spilling beers and rubbing someone's head. You know, go, go. He's gonna go, go. And like watching it from an end zone where you can see the where you can see the sea part. We can see the red sea part. Unbelievable. I mean, just the the euphoria. However, dude could barely read, and oh, yeah. should, should absolutely be a first team Hall of Famer. If if he isn't in the Hall of Fame, like ASAP, then they can just just hang it up because it's not a Hall of Fame anymore. Because that dude changed every game. I saw dudes punt thirty yard punts consistently because they, you know, like the the field flipped. Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl, and I love Rex Grossman. Kyle Orton almost went like like Kyle Ortman won a lot of games because like come on like you said Big Catch said just get a just like just sign T- Justin Tucker you know sign a Are Robbie Gold really, clone that
0: strategy it seems like they might be going through for that strategy mm-hmm. I just uh we we're, we're I don't want to fall into that quite yet but what. Can can also I thought everybody was who they who they are this weekend. They thought they were yeah, like yeah, the old Benny Green like Mahomes and Josh Allen are are badasses. Aaron Rodgers choked. Tannehill dude. stinks. <laughs> like and, dude, how and about Tom the Brady looked kind of bored?
1: <laughs> how about those dudes were just wild? That was some video game. Was that yeah. not Madden or something? Like, you know what I'm talking about when the, when like the clock, cause the clock would stop. Like you, if you were down like 14 points and Madden with like six, you 43 seconds left, you're like, yeah, I can win decades. this. Yeah. Like, but this, that game was insanity. dude <laughs> it was, And there was just people open. And it was like, I, t- I told, I was, just, was texting my, I was on like three different texts. I think I was texting you. I was texting my old man and my, brother and i was texting my boys back home the same time during that and i was like when they it got to travis kelsey's like his game-winning catch i said call a timeout it's 15 minute overtime there's three timeouts per side it's not two and ten it's not it doesn't end it doesn't end in a tie i'm like if leslie frazier doesn't call a timeout here i will i will flip the i will give up my fandom if they hire him as defensive coordinator because this is absolutely a timeout. It felt like a timeout. I used to call timeouts, like, literally, in when I played in high school, I'd call timeouts, and when I would watch basketball games, I'd call timeouts. Like, when I watched my brother's college basketball games, in the stands, I would yell, timeout, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, it just, when a timeout needs to happen, a timeout needs to happen. And they were so, dude, the, the Buffalo Bills, had ran like 300 yards in the last 48 seconds of game time and they were done and there was no way they were they were going to not give up a touchdown unless you call a timeout probably two and you maybe have a, a slight chance and they didn't and they ran a black back shoulder paid to Travis Kelsey. done but that game was so insane beautiful.
0: All those people are so good. The guy I feel the worst for is Josh Allen. Because I don't know... like I, I don't know how you played better than he played. <laughs> like, like I don't know how you're just like... It, there's no way you can walk off the field and be like, well, got to get better for next year. <laughs> it's like... Eh, that was, that Dude, was my best shot. <laughs> it, it at some
1: point... Months. At some point, you're Buffalo. You're yeah. Cleveland. You're... You know, like, you're just like, shit. Buffalo, man. We're fucked, man. And we're going back to Buffalo. Go Sabres.
0: They're talking about, if you weren't alive during the time where the Bills were just badass, too, in the 90s, then you don't understand the kind of heartbreak the Bills fans really have. Because those Bills teams that went to the four Super Bowls in a row and did not win were just
1: loaded. (laughs) Top to bottom, loaded. They, they still Dude, I would light though. shit I would light shit on fire and do backflips off of yeah. you know <laughs> pickup trucks onto a flaming, you know Andre holding B. table too if I if I had to live that life and then go back and it's so hot it's so cold and so miserable and there's nothing and it's just like, you know, what do we got? Yeah. What do we got to lose?
0: There's no way you think you could ever get it done. If, if it's kind of.
1: Do you feel like that Buffalo is a microcosm of like what you would envision like total anarchy being? Like if it was just like a a, uh, like a, a death metal. It was like it was like a Bonroo death metal, <laughs> plus you know just all the pent up frustration of never winning. Super Bowl when you had the best team, probably two out of those four years at least. Yeah. I don't think one of those Cowboys teams played better. Uh they're better than the Giants, maybe they lose to the Hostetler. They might have lost the host The oh. one the one. Yeah, the one was um the wide right. That's Scott Norwood wide wide left or whatever was I think host that was the second, like, They're were just They had Don B. Beebe, Don Beebe's dude, drills.
0: Andre um, Thurman
1: Thomas. Thurman
0: Thomas with the birdcage helmet. That was disgusting. That's how you knew hmm. Thurman Thomas was a lunch pail guy. Because you wear a birdcage helmet, you're not there for glamour. Like... Yeah, We're there to get it done. The one down, two bars. Yeah, you're not close. winning any style points. You're not that winning any style is points. The pound peewee football offensive lineman helmet. That's the one they give the fat kids.
1: Can I get a? Is this a Pete Metzler's <laughs> reference? It, it could but, well, be. It's more of a Zoltan. Who was, the, giant. was Who was the other tight end? Was he the main tight end? Was he their core tight end? I feel like they could have u- utilized the tight end more. That was a was a very potent offense to not have much tight end numbers
0: yeah if it does feel like they would have that tight end
1: who was the one was Don Beebe the one that had the speed school yeah baby I used to get
0: that off East Bay
1: but he was the three receiver right who was the number two was it a washed up James Lofton I think it was a Um, washed up James Lofton maybe Anyway, but yeah, that was a great me. that was a great game. It was older than you. It was <laughs> more. It's that bridge. It's that tweener. It was. It's, it's the still end of my. You
0: about the stuff before the bridge, though. You gotta, you gotta stay in those good pockets. But now that that it was a it was a great weekend for sure. That somebody and it seems earlier when you said I didn't I don't know if they'll make it through. I thought you were talking about Tannehill. Because he stinks and everybody knows it. Again, like they, I didn't know he shouldn't make it through the week. Like I, I've heard like they just might
1: cut him. <laughs> That's the way people are talking about it. Poor guy. It. Well, I mean, look, you gotta you gotta cut corners in some places, and at some point, when I talk about that three to five year window in the NFL, you have to. You have to just make your bed and mm. you know and lay in it. And they made their bed that they were going to run pee football,
2: yeah.
1: And that they were going to. Now they ended up giving him some money, but they were going to. You know, look, whatever money you can save with Ryan Tano as your quarterback, you can. I mean, they they haven't paid yet for AJ Brown, but they you know they paid for a little bit for Julio. Like like you have to pick your. I don't know. They need to pay for oh.
0: defensive backfield is what they need. To they
1: they need to pay for defensive backs a little bit, but I just don't know. I think that's part of the style of your team, and that's what you know makes the football. That's what makes being a general manager in football great, because there's the Billy Beans that had to do it because they they didn't have any money, but yeah. then in the NFL, it's it's a daily fantasy. It's daily fantasy. You're playing daily fantasy. So you're playing DraftKings where you have, you know, you have a salary cap full of money. You have a sack full of money, and you have to figure it out. You cannot go over. Do not go – you know, it is – price is right. You know, don't go over because there is no over. So, like, I love it because it's is a right. challenge. So that then – but you go to the Bears, and they go, oh, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it with defense all these years and they try it once with offensive with trust and they try it with Cutler and Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey and done Bennett and whatever and they say we're going to play everybody offense and get rid of all the defense you know, everybody's, we, we ran that Urlacher, Mike Brown Lance Briggs, Tommy Harris you know, Alex Brown blah blah blah, so we're going to try it with offense and it doesn't work because it's, it's hard And it is hard. That's why people like Bill Belichick are freaking geniuses because I don't care who is the de facto, you know, general manager, president, whatever salary caps are. They always talk about trades in the NBA. What Bill Belichick has been able to do. And granted he had Tom Brady, which, you know, Factors into it very heavily, but still, I don't care. They literally went to what was the thing? Like 19 years, they went to like 11 AFC championships games. Like, like, have you seen the uh, all-time playoff wins by franchise? And Tom Brady's like third or fourth. Like, yeah. that's insane. This is yeah. insane. Like, they went, they won all those divisions. They were. They were they were the Braves, but they won it. They won the big game. They were the Braves, but they won the big yeah, game. and just go to the, like the NLCS. The Braves should have done they, and, right? No, they're the Braves are the Packers. Like they're the same. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go again, they're, they're you the
0: same. Us. So maybe he's Greg Maddox? <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers Greg Maddox? Because Greg Maddox is considered an all time. Like he was that good. Maddox was a bad dude. And he, yeah. Maybe maybe that's the lockup. He's like a he's like all their pitchers together. He's got a little smolty in him too. But um,
1: <clears throat> no, you're totally on to something there again. Because Maddox I, I didn't really it, ever win. Maddox I had the was an easy one. He had the personal hard. He had the personal hardware, but he didn't have. Did Maddox just win the one with the Braves?
0: I think so. Maybe. I
1: think so. Did he even win that one? Was he on that team? He was. Yeah. Yeah, ninety five, right? I thought maybe it was before him. So no.
0: like the pitching, the Braves pitching staff is collectively Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: of, like, yeah,
0: they no, go.
1: it's, Knock that it's one just down. the Braves. It's <laughs> the Braves, Braves Packers, Packers comparison. But you can add Favre to it too because Favre, he went to two, he only won one. one. Now he the he got beat on that drive against Elway, but I think Elway's team was better that year. But Um, Elway
0: kind of stunk in the Super Bowl, too. Losing record in the Super Bowl. (laughs) uh
1: Uh-uh. Don't. Elway was my favorite. That was my guy. Elway
0: stunk in the big game, and everybody knows it. Losing Mm -hmm. record in the big game. You can't have that. You just can't have it. Not to be considered up there like those guys. You can't have that. guys should have played third base for somebody.
1: No no cuz you He's can't say that Elway Davis
0: saved his ass. You can't say Elway wasn't one.
1: clutch. You can't say cap. I, I he absolutely the, can. <laughs> the, the, the drive like He's the the, opposite I used of to watch clutch. him. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. you're totally off on that. This. this is before your time. when I was growing up, I wanted to be John Elway. I wanted to throw the ball. You wanted to be John. or it, it, he was the Jay Cutler but he was way better than Jay well, I was Cutler. About to say
0: I, I am a Cutler guy. Don't disrespect Elway that hard. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man.
1: no, J- John Elway. Cutler, but don't John be. Elway literally rips. Cause that's why Cleveland is Cleveland. Partly is because of John. Elway. You cannot say John. I know what you are saying. I think so they just were. The AFC was totally overmatched by the NFC for. I think most he of the 80s. Is lucky to Davis. Got it. <laughs> what is the AFC's record in the Super Bowl in the 80s? One in nine? I was about to say, it might be. Did they win one? <laughs> I don't know. Bengals twice. Bills, dude, maybe at the start, at the back hit? end. Huh? Are the Bengals going to
0: get another one? Downtown. Arena. Joey Burrow just introducing himself to the world. Like. <laughs>
1: Just no, like he, he did he, he introduced himself to the world. No, but like he seventy touchdowns. Fashion. Seventy touchdowns. Yeah, but like yeah, but then
0: Money Mac Jones did did little one up in the next year, so Money Mac. He didn't better. throw more than more no, touchdowns. No, but his stats are better. Look down the look down the look down it. Check the yards, baby. Money Mac. Money Mac Jones, two D Maddie. Know about that. Saying, dude. I th-
1: I saw something that uh, Les Miles told Jamar Chase that he wasn't good enough to play wide receiver in the SEC or something like that. That would be exactly not, what Les Miles would say. I just want to know: Didn't we start the year with preseason? Lamar, Jamar Chase had like five drops, and they were like, "Jamar Chase is a terrible a- a- receiver." He's, oh yeah, they, was a- they were.
0: He said something. He he, he, said he did something. A, he was having trouble seeing the ball, or something. That's right. You're right. He said that. <laughs> like he was, and everybody's like, "Dude, yeah, that's that's what you need to do." <laughs> but there was also, we, and on the part of my take, guys, they, there there was a big conspiracy that he just made that whole deal up too, and he was just well dicking around. I was,
1: uh-huh. I was going to say that, and then I was going to say, "Did your?" theory get proven wrong right or is there not enough information to come to a conclusion for the um uh, derrick henry julio jones oh that's a hot take
0: i still believe that i think that he should have let him play the game before
1: yes i'm but, with you
0: I still believe it. I think he kept them too fresh. I think they should have got some game time action. Do you know,
1: points, I never, I never read up about this post game. They said they're what? What did they good do for like
0: three or four weeks?
1: <laughs> what did they? What did they say? Why did they like go away from him for a little bit? I mean, Foreman had a big run. I didn't like, look at any he, of it. He kind of disappeared. I wondered what was going on.
0: I've never felt so let down by a team in my life besides the Chicago Bears. But it was so, – you know, the Bears yeah. weren't playing. Alabama had already been disposed of. So I was excited because I wanted to see the Titans win, man. I thought they had a good shot at it. You, we live around here. It was easy to get – you know, everybody's excited. It's fun. They look a little out or whatever. But then they just – they just let me down too. <laughs> so my so brother goes. To, it,
1: he goes with his with his brother in law. That's a huge Titans. Used to got me the Bears Titans tickets. Fifty of them the one year, back in like whatever it was, twenty twelve. So he lives in Chattanooga. now, was in town for a um, baby shower. Cause they're having like their second. So they tried to go to Corner Pub in Brownwood and waited and waited and (laughs) waited for a beer. And I was like, so was it busy? He's like, no. He's like, we're idiots. He's like, so then we went to Sam's in Nolansville or not Nolansville, like Nippers Corner or whatever, South Nashville. So then he's like, and the line was out the door and wrapped around the block. And so he's like, so we just went back to my house, you know, and he was in Branioc or whatever, a couple of miles from there, but he made it all the way back around and did like a, you know, like a 45 minute like triangle lap of sports (laughs) bars and didn't get anywhere. And then just watched it on his projector at home. And I was like, well, duh, but I tell people you're dealing with the C team and and I was like it's you're you're asking you know they're trying you're trying to move mountains you're asking for miracles and you're dealing with the c team the the a team's retired i was a I was a a b minus you know bartender, but I could put some stats together and make <laughs> some things happen. I've made some magic happen in my years but there is not many people and any time that I'm out and Natalie's like, Oh yeah, this is, what, what's going on? And I'm like, just pipe down because <laughs> you used to bartend at Jason Aldean's and now you don't. And whoever's at Jason Aldean's, I'm sure they're fine, but they probably don't ring $11,000 in a shift. So, <laughs> and you weren't even that, you know, you barely knew what you're doing. And I'm like, you couldn't have made 47 green sweet. Su- you couldn't have made 47 green suites in one shift. Good <laughs> Lord. Oh, that's a dude. <laughs> bra. Hey, bra. <laughs> Man, so- but, yeah, so that, so that's the kind of thing that I thought Tennessee was really looking at was kind of just everybody was trying to – I think there was, like, a hype video on, like, CBS like the morning news, and I was like, "Did they just make a rap video?" And they lost. And then they were like, "Then they made like a rap video that the morning news people saying that thanks for coming, we almost made it." It's like something, something, something. And I was like, "Wow, this is terrible." Just, so now I, I, I just
0: hate that the entire the entirety of Nashville sports media all year. Talked all that bullshit about Tannehill is underrated. He should be considered, you know, top 10 guy. He should, he's right there with Stafford, yada, yada, yada. And then immediately after this game, can't get it done with Tannehill. (laughs) You can't get it done with him. And it's like, well, you guys are idiots. The entire year they had the guys back, he stunk then too. Like, the Dolphins tried to keep Jay Cutler <laughs> instead of, like, Tannehill got hurt. And I don't know if you remember when Cut went to Miami, but there was a mm-hmm. conversation about, hey, if Cutler still has it in the bank or has it in the tank, we're going to stick with him and Tannehill's out. <laughs> like, that was a conversation that was happening. So, I don't know what who they thought he is. He is who they thought, thought he is, like, or who he thought he is.
1: Bringing back Dennis Denny Green. Um, I, love, I
0: love me some Danny Green. It's. When he the coach of the Vikings when they were the just badass with Randy Moss. When yes. he their coach, or was it Mike? Oh, Tice? A,
1: a little bit of both. One was Randall Cunningham. One was Brad Johnson. I don't know.
0: That was he so was sick a when
1: Randy he Mace. was a good he was a good coach. He was, was an underrated easy. coach. Um, but, yeah, I think that part of the Nashville media market's fault is they don't – they're they're way smart compared to the talking heads that I used to listen to in Chicago. The crap, the psychobabble that we used to listen to in Chicago <laughs> was terrible unless it was self-deprecating, and that's what I used to listen to and just – sophomoric basically like the barstool type of content but there was never really you know insightful that that was the the Jeff Dickerson's of the world and the like Les Gropstein's died and there were certain people that were your go-tos for that but there was most of it was just terrible and it was whiny and it was it was just it was just somebody threw up you know, onto the airwaves, but down here, they're really smart, and they can break some hockey down, like, if you want to you know, That's shocking, if you want to know what Soros, you know, see Soros' glove hands, uh, I mean, like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. these guys, I don't know what the hell they're they talking about, I don't hockey better than anything so, I've ever seen they'll, the edge, they'll yeah. break some stuff down, but do I want to listen to the Nashville crap? No, because it's not entertaining to me it doesn't it's but it they're into it and they're good at what they do but you're right they bought into this season and this is the Titans you know boom this is it and You'll it's like see it happening if it didn't happen I right. think it's I think it's a middle market and I think it's a middle market that thinks it's a big market and it's not a big it's market and it just yet. doesn't you there, it's, not there it, it's
0: a it's it's just not it it teeters on it it
1: it just yes it teeters on it
0: it's the interstate man (laughs) as long as your interstate is what it is here you you're it's just it's never gonna be anything.
1: it's the (laughs) uh (laughs) 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 it's the it's the perspective major league baseball stadium menu like Every time when I think that they're big time, they do what like what we talked about last week. They put, the, ad, biscuits like, and gravy. They put like, the biscuits and gravy as option D. Can you
0: imagine being down the third baseline and somebody hits a foul ball rocket at you, <laughs> and hits your biscuits and gravy? It's just. <laughs> Hot sausage gravy on your crotch, and it's 90. It just doesn't make any <laughs> it doesn't
1: make any sense. Like, can someone get fired before they even have a job Stupid before sad. a job's even created?
0: Like the, the fact that no, so many people should have been fired because the fact that they let it get to the public that that was on there, is phenomenal. You could have put like a slim jim. On there and been better off. But just, hell, yeah, that was bad, man. That was tough. Man. Another,
1: you could have put another hot chicken item on yeah. there.
0: Well, <laughs> I figured you just do four versions of hot, hot chicken, chicken fries. Burger. Yeah. Yeah. Hot chicken hot fries. Hot chicken mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> what was the other one, though, that wasn't even good, though? It was like pulled pork sandwich or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah what? It was just. What? I don't think they. Goo uh, Goo Cluster. Have, Hey, yes. Yeah, that dude is. That it somebody... Goo, it was a Goo Goo Cluster dessert. A custom Goo Cluster If that person cluster. got paid to come up with that, they which, should be absolutely... Also,
0: custom Goo Goo Cluster dessert has a hot brownie in it, right? Has to. Like, it's probably going to be some kind of ice cream sundae type deal, which would not
1: be good. The, no, I, anything anything hot with hot doesn't make hot plus hot hot temperature plus hot worst, dude. It, it, yeah it doesn't hot flavor plus hot temperature is not a thing that's they always say you got to balance the sweet and the heat but you do not want when it's 100 degrees yeah. for three months straight every other summer in Nashville it's like 100 degrees for three months straight that no, I don't want hot chicken. I don't want to be uncomfortable and sweaty at the ballpark. I've never It's already never gonna been. be hot enough. So, but I definitely don't want biscuits and gravy.
0: I've never been sitting in my rural Tennessee above ground <laughs> pool on my float in my fun noodle in the middle of July summer day and said, Damn, I'd really love some <laughs> cracker barrel right now. <laughs> Like, man, it's two o'clock. It'd be great. To have. <laughs> like,
1: how about the? Yeah, is it a seven? Is it a seven a.m. ten thirty a.m. double header? Let's serve biscuits and gravy for the first half of the double header. Let's go down do to the get, Panama
0: City Beach and see how many Cracker Barrels are on on the beach.
1: Do you Just get? Let's go. <laughs> Do you get it in a, is it going to be served in a, uh, one of those skillets? Remember the, the, the cast iron skillets yeah, with the eggs and the kick. hash brown? So instead it's the upside down, uh, plastic helmet, the Sunday helmet, but you get your biscuits and gravy served in yeah. it. Now we're cast talking. Now we're onto skillet. something.
0: It comes with the little sleeve that your yeah. mom has. <laughs> Oh, the hat, that. the brim, the it's brim is the... It. It, has, it has a music note. It's, shaped, it's a music note-shaped cast-iron uh-huh. skillet to hold your... That's why I do what I do. Right.
1: Because <laughs> um, that's what we could do for you. Nashville <laughs> Sounds? No, not Nashville also, Sounds. They Notes. have this... What are they, they called? Call call? The Nashville Stars? Nashville Stars.
0: Yeah, the Nashville... Great. That's... Ooh, just knocking the top off with the originality there, the Nashville Stars. I actually think that goes back to a Negro League thing um, because I do think there was a Negro League team here.
1: And then... That it, yeah, it doesn't make sense either. No. Um, <laughs> we won't dive into that too much, but that makes no sense either. No. What I mean? makes little less sense, biscuits and gravy at the ballpark or... In the 1960s, having a Negro League team in Nashville. Yeah, yeah I,
0: you feel you actually. I bet those guys were treated terribly. <laughs> like,
1: well, no, but they had. You got to think about that. I guess most of the, a lot of the teams, the Birmingham, you know, yeah. of the world. I, I guess those that. were all Negro. Yeah. They were alternate teams or whatever. Yeah. But whatever. I love. Little side note. Little. Yeah. You know, going off on tangent. Did you it's own some of the Negro League uh, throwback caps when you were a kid? Still do. Yeah. Still do. I mean,
0: I obviously won't wear the Atlanta one.
1: Um, I. What was the Atlanta one? I don't remember that one.
0: I, nah, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I'm not saying that. Yeah, or uh, or oh. I don't know the name. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I might know the wrong name, but like it, it's an offensive name to okay oh well. Uh, well. So, so
1: to, moving to, on,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's not. A, we we should just stay away from this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> moving on, let's go away. into our uh, no, last, game. last game, last game, and then we'll talk about the Bears and be done cause Oh, a,
0: what's the last uh, game? Or the oh, the Rams Stafford. and the Stafford's winning the Super Bowl.
1: I told you. So I only got one game right last weekend. Stafford's winning the Kelly. Super Bowl. Atlanta I've Braves, been, University
0: of Georgia. The L.A. Rams have the most yes. EGA players on their team in
1: the NFL. Leonard Floyd. I am telling you, I've telling crazy. everybody, I never put money on it. I never win money when I have feelings. I get feelings. I got it when the Maryland Terrapins won the NCAA championship. There wasn't that many people that had the feeling about that, that Gary Wayne Williams Nixon team. LB the Juan LB Dixon LB. team. I had the feeling. They almost got upset in the it, first round. I remember LB. where I was. <laughs> but I get feelings. I get little Notre things going on. And I love the Rams. I love the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I feel like they had no business being there the year they lost to Belichick. Uh, Brady, 2018, Belichick, you know, schemed him out. He was too young. He was like 12 when when he was like watching Matthew Broderick in War Games. But he was playing Belichick, and he got out-schemed, and they lost 13-3. It was a terrible Super Bowl. I had a party. I don't think you came. I don't know if you were moved there yet, but it was a great Super Bowl party. and It was the worst game. However, I think they're going to win it. It's hard to beat teams three times. We always told people that when we were growing up. It's hard. I, to, think, I think it was like my grandpa used to tell me, I think, boy, um, it's that tough winning three games in the first same year.
0: I heard that somewhere that that got debunked and actually teams win the third time more than...
1: I think it's been... like. In the last twenty years, I think you—it's been—it's a, it's a dying old fable trend, but it was—it was great. Because people are because that more was,
0: intelligent, they're picking up on more people. They're more—they're—they're in, they're more intuitive. That's why that's happening. People are paying more attention to things.
1: Well, I think it's hard, but I didn't think it was impossible. We used to beat the tar out of people in like high school basketball twice in conference, and then we would beat them in the playoffs by thirty-two. You know, like it's not impossible. It's not improbable, but in football, mm, it doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen that often. I don't it's gotta see. be the NFL. It's gotta be the NFL. I think I don't. Could have happened. Again,
0: that doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because there's too many guys who move too many different teams every year. So it's never the same teams. It, it's just all like. I, I just – there's too many
1: moving parts.
0: If that so you're sense. saying that you wouldn't
1: – Injuries, all it,
0: kinds of things.
1: If you're playing the roulette wheel and it goes red three, four times in a row, you're not going to bet black because of the probability no, I'm that – we're probably
0: going to keep betting it because I know like
1: – See, you're opposite of <laughs> me. I'm the one that's going to go, all right, maybe I'll wait one more time, but it's got to hit black sometime soon but you're the one that's going to keep going. Okay, so you roll craps. You're going to try and – okay, there's two different – that's the that's the right brain, left brain stuff. <laughs> uh, it's a thing. But that game, I said to my dad and my brother, that was I think when the text message started on Sunday. And I was like, I told everybody that they're going to win this. They were the better team all game. They blew it almost, but it didn't feel like they were really going to – only because it was Brady. If it was a different quarterback, it wouldn't have felt like they were going to come back and win that. Even when they came all the way back and had like chances, I guess. But it was insane. To I mean, they kept fumbling when they were like about to put the game away. Did you notice that? Like mm-hmm. that they fumbled the down the first half and they it were going to be no up.
0: Sense. Like, like the way everything was happening.
1: Conspiracy theory. No.
0: Nah. But I I am shocked that I haven't heard in sports media my take like nobody's made the Matt Stafford connection yet to UGA or the Atlanta Braves. Nope, I, I'm I'm shocked that hasn't came out yet. Like again, gambling people should know that like there's a weird like underlying connection between all these things.
1: That would be almost in the realm of the can't win. You know, beat a team three times in the season. Can three Georgia team, you know, basically, if Matt, I've always thought of Matthew Stafford as a talented loser, like a Matt Ryan. Um, But, but, no, Matt, it's Ryan, another level. Matt Ryan is
0: a no talent loser. He's a hack but, and he has a duck arm.
1: He has a duck arm. But, I don't – Matt Ryan could have easily and won the too Matt that Ryan, I
0: think, is like one of the nicest guys on the planet from what I hear too. So.
1: But I've always thought that Matt Stafford was the product of the UGA just juggernaut of number one picks. You that thought he was, that the, of. <laughs> he was the mark of – He was the face of the mark wreck years where you should have won, what do we say, two to three and you won – Oh, yeah. Yeah, zero point
0: zero, easy. Like and and he was, cause cause he's from Texas too. Uh, like, yeah, I think they got like he was the first or he was like the biggest recruit UGA had ever got, and they'd had big recruits, but he was the guy when he can't, and he's always been associated with UGA. He, I mean, yeah, he he's. Easily the most famous of all of them, I would say. I don't know who'd be up next to him. But and I just always I feel like every UGA player in the NFL at some point plays for the Rams as well. Like sure. Todd Gurley went to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think at some point they all end up on the Rams. So it's kind of just some they're gonna win. And then I will come back and be right and everybody will see.
1: How about this? No one's saying, does everyone just not even think that, does everyone think that when Tom Brady loses, he just goes to, um, a Bizarro Rio and dances like an idiot and then goes into his hyperbolic chamber like Michael Jackson and just basically rejuvenates himself for another year I think with his nutritionist? Feeding him, intervenously.
0: The more I just look at him, the, he's just a weird dude. Like, it, there's no way people are like legit friends with that guy.
1: He's from California.
0: Yeah, like he's just a weird. Yeah, dude. yeah. I, mm-hmm. The more I sorry watch California, him, just his facial expressions, everything. Like, and I'm not talking on field. I'm but talking you, when you, he's just. You saw reflexive. that
1: video. I think he's a robot. Rio. Yeah. He could be a robot. He's a whack job. There's a show,
0: Parks and and Recreation. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But at some point, they end up in Washington, D.C., and there's this senator that everybody thinks is weird because he doesn't talk, and they just kind of push him into rooms, and as soon as he gets behind a microphone or anything like that, all of a sudden, he's Mr. Personality otherwise he's just there's no life behind those eyes and that's what i see in tom brady like he's mm-hmm. he's dead inside dude
1: what uh, is tom brady at home like dead dead inside yeah. i think the, he
0: might hang from the ceiling like a bat
1: in the basement. wasn't the didn't the, the boat is tom brady the, bad, gate, the didn't the boat with the throw in the Super Bowl trophy and getting drunk didn't that feel like he was a robot like it felt like like something was just like wrong with this dude no, like, there's always uh-huh. just enough
0: where everybody considers him as kind of this fun <sighs> Michigan man there's always like no some type of 30 second clip where you get that feeling for that 30 seconds you so say robot but up, I I think in my head I'm
1: yeah, just weird. I'm equating it <laughs> as he's an alien basically that's yes. what I feel like. You say robot, but I'm thinking alien, because I'm just like, you meet his, like, um, his dad or whatever. Didn't his dad have COVID and blah, blah, blah? blah. Like, couldn't make some games. But his dad seems normal. But when, every time I see him do anything where I'm like, uh, just, I don't care because I don't like him as a football player. I think he's, you know, it's not my deal. i whatever. It's, I, I, I mean, you have to give him credit, but I don't want to give him credit, but he won me. A, I was team Tom Brady in in a, uh, you know, fantasy football league the year they threw 50 touchdowns to Randy Moss. Loved that year, but I just have never been impressed with his. I hate I hate the stupid offense that he ran for all those years with the little white receivers named Julian Edelman and, you know, Whatever, no, but I he didn't have I respect it. I respect it, but it was <laughs> terrible. And I thought it would set the game back in, I don't know.
0: Pu- plug in sub six foot white receiver. Mm-hmm. Danny Amendola. Yeah. Uh, I was about to the, say Brandon Stokely, but that was like the poor
1: man's that was Peyton yeah. Manning's version. <laughs> like that's who was the, uh, the same thing. Who was the one that played for both of them? That did ecstasy at Burning Man.
0: That's Edelman, right?
1: No. It's the other one, the original, the OG. Oh, Wilker? Yeah, Wes Walker. I didn't know he did that at Burning Man. I um, think he had to spend for like three games for doing he's, ecstasy he's at Burning Man.
0: Did you get excited when you saw Sean Payton retire, or quit the uh, Saints? It, were you like everybody else who were like come to the bears, come to the Bears and no. realize he I, was never coming to the Bears and he's also I mean he's a good coach, but that's what he is, is a good coach. Like Sean Payton doesn't change it, the Bears.
1: I hear he's done good things in the community and, and
0: that's what I'd say. And he's from there, I believe. I think where? he's from Chicago, Sean Payton. Yes.
1: Yeah. He actually is from Eastern too. Because the yeah, Eastern they, pop. They pipeline. him home. But they. The, the Sean Payton thing. To be honest with you, the Bounty Gate bugged me. I don't know. I, I had. Yeah. No. My I brother guess. had a friend that had something to do with the GM and whatever. And there's a couple stories that I heard. I just never. I get it. But, I just you know, don't
0: think he's it. Like.
1: No, oh, you got to respect what he's done because this year, done, this I, year that team was not good. No, they didn't I, have I, Michael Thomas. I'm not, or not James at Winston. all saying
0: that Sean Payton is a bad coach by any stretch of the means, but I don't like for the for the Bears. Like I don't think I still probably wouldn't have been. I don't know. I'm just not as sold on Sean Payton as everybody else.
1: He's a great I didn't want. Me right. I don't think I, I don't, wanted him.
0: He shouldn't be on the level with those other guys.
1: I think I got to talk myself into Harbaugh more than Sean Payton for some reason. I don't I know think, why. I think Sean Payton
0: to me is just a net, as a as a higher. If Sean, if you get a Sean Payton hire, to me that's an A hire, not an A plus hire. What was that's the A plus hire? I don't know, but it's not Sean Payton. <laughs> I just have to hear it. It might not even be like a dude who's ever been a head coach before. But, like, uh, this time it was about making a splash. And when the first – by the way, great segue. But uh, when the first thing you hear about a new GM hire for the Bears is he outlasted three GMs at at his previous spot. Like, that's, that just tells me right there, like, yeah, we're going to hire this guy because he's our end. He's our puppet. We're going to get him in there. Because clearly in Kansas City, he was just ratting out whoever needed to be ratted out. And they never mm-hmm. – if, la- if you outlasted three GMs in the role mm-hmm. he was in, and they never considered you for one out of those three times, that's tough, man. So Especially if you're this an is an organization like Kansas City that's very family oriented like just like the Bears.
1: So maybe he had something on Andy Reed's uh son. But uh the you said that you said that and I was like there he is again stew just just stewing it up just stewing the pot. So I wasn't thrilled with it. I wasn't against it. I told you I don't really know the GMs, and I was like, eh. I guess uh, if you could show me their draft history, their free agent status, whatever. I'm like, there's no – they don't recycle GMs like they recycle coaches. Saving money on email addresses is what they're doing. Well, either way, I didn't like – I felt like I was watching Ballers, but – and this is why. I feel like he's a soft offensive lineman from Boston College. That's smart. I don't remember him at all. Uh, he he's not going to win any points with it's this comment like because he was cool. he was Matt Ryan's guy. Um, he was Matt Ryan's offensive lineman. He just seemed like he looked like the uh, he looks like the dude um, that we drafted from Vanderbilt that sucked. The lineman, the tackle. Uh, God, what was his name? Then anyway, they
0: put out that stupid video of him getting the yeah getting, getting to there early five thirty ooh bft that's the most staged thing I've ever seen in my life uh,
1: I don't I just don't look I really wanted Ryan Pace to to work I have no problem with Ryan Poles like that's the the hire no I don't have a problem with that but. I don't
0: know. Here's I don't the know. problem with the whole – I think we saw – me, too. Organization that organization stink, like, from top to bottom. And I think we saw it, like, with the hiring process, from top to bottom. And I think it's the most inside look anybody's ever had at it. Because all of a sudden the coach was gone, and then you got videos coming out of McCaskey picking up dude at the airport. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like
1: what? I said, he probably got. I said, he flying he, I told to my buddy you? when he <laughs> like, he sent me that that video, and I said, he. I'm sure the car was towed because it was double parked. When
0: like we had, he like, got what back are up, we doing what the camera? You went and picked them up in your Camry, <laughs> but you yeah, where's that that? Where outside. was Denny the Bull? Like when I'm looking at that video, then I see he outlasted three GMs. I'm like, this guy. He and then I saw my man car. He. He said that um Ryan Paul Carl, he said Ryan Poles is gonna live in um McCaskey's basement <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the extra basement room.
1: So, I think they just to- don't wanna
0: see because most organizations like I guarantee you his email address is Ryan P at Chicagobears dot com. And I guarantee you Ryan Paces email address was Ryan P at chicagobears.com and I can't wait to see those get crossed and I wonder if they get to
1: read each other's. Well, okay. Do you play it? Can Could the Bears have won that PR battle with that hire? No. If it was if it was um, Jim Harbaugh as the coach I hope that he's not fine, Coach. I heard he asked for ten million. But if McCaskey picked up Jim Harbaugh, and there was a picture of that, then he wins it, and it looks like, hey, I care so much, and this is who I wanted, and I'm going to get him at the airport. But because it was. Because it was just the needless GM, <laughs> just it was it was so bad, dude. Like <laughs> so it just a made loser. him Because then, then somebody pointed like it out. That. They're like, they're like, he flew coach, dude. He flew coach because he's a he bear.
0: Huge. Like he's still an O line. He's still a like an mm-hmm. NFL offensive. Deflated lineman. offensive and, lineman. Yeah, but you put him in, ca- dude. I'm too big for coach, <laughs> like. It's it's not fun,
1: so. That, that's but just they showed a look. And They showed he, other he, franchises flying out. Um, they they're flying out the same general manager candidates, like a general manager candidate. Even though you're saying he's a big dude, he's a former lineman. There's whatever. They're not recognizable, probably, because no. these guys are like scouts or assistant pro oh, personnel right? director
0: polo shirt and khakis or whatever flint. but you know
1: yeah. that the bears are like why do we have to them on our why do we have to why do we have to gas up the jet when we could just you know and then they got caught well to was me, it, it was beautiful it made me think of benny the bull you don't remember this because you might not have been a bulls fan but when the bulls this is when it when I basically if I had to watching a team the NBA,
0: I was a fan of in the NBA. It would be the Bulls. I just don't.
1: Well, yeah, but this was the trade the T Mac when they're trying to get T Mac. They were trying to, get T-Mac, they were trying to the, oh I remember was when they, all
0: those years like yeah okay
1: so they tried to get T Mac um God, I mean before they tried to get Lebron and all that shit yeah they brought Benny the Bull to the airport and. They had the cameras and whatever. And it was the first time after they they tanked to, for the free agency period. And it was like, yeah, the Bulls are going to rebuild in a second because they're going to get three superstars. And the first one's T-Mac. And then they were like, they, they showed T-Mac. And they didn't have the love of Bulls. They had Benny's a Bull at the airport <laughs> picking him up from his co- coach. It was just... It was probably George McCaskey in a Benny the Bull costume, <laughs> but it was like, what
2: the fuck? And the, like, I just remember
1: the sportscasters, I'm like, they're like, yeah, probably ain't going to sign here. And then he went to Toronto, paid like an extra 11 points of income tax, paying Canadian income tax. And everyone's like, well, what happened? And was like, maybe you shouldn't have sent Benny the Bull to the fucking airport to get him. Yeah, there was.
0: My whole take on the even the the head coaching hire Eberflus, like mm-hmm. it's it's Tressman all over. It's defensive <laughs> Tressman. Yep, it, it's defense Tressman. Like it was, it was the most Chicago Bears GM head coaching process hire like that I've ever seen. Like I don't know why anybody ever thought they'd switch it up. I don't look like they just don't care. At some point, you got to say they don't care about the city, man. So,
1: I used to, I used to buy um, Mega Millions and Powerball tickets when it got over a hundred million. And part of the reason was, I don't know, I guess it was kind of the lifestyle or whatever. or maybe it was smoking, you know, cigarettes or whatever at the time. But that back darts. in, yeah, smoking heaters. But I. Always bought lottery tickets, but I always said, you know, like, everyone's like, what would you buy if you went? My standard answer, SOP, was the Bears. If I could, I would absolutely. If you gave me $1.2 billion, I wouldn't even bat an eye. And I'd be like, can I buy the Bears? Bears. Can I buy the Bears? I don't want to make it. I don't care if I make a dime off of it, but can I buy the Bears and just redo it? Like, can I just blow it up? Because that's all rise? I want to do, yeah. Because <laughs> it would bring so many people joy. So it's like it's like the the beauty pageant, you know, contestants saying like, "What do? You, what would you do? I want to end world hunger. I would just like to buy the bears, and so I could fix what I, I don't even know how I'd fix it, but it would just be better automatically. Damn. And that's what I want to do when I win the lottery. And that's Damn, basically that's, it. I hope it gets better, but.
0: Hey, we got to get out of here but yeah. on on a funny funnier lighter note. In honor of McDonald's putting out their Stoner menu and renaming things, their Stoner slash drunk menu and I think they're calling it McDonald's Hacks. It's a brilliant, brilliant idea. Genius. And what when you're when when in your younger days when you were hammered not McDonald's, but, like, what What was your go-to, I'm drunk, we're doing this?
1: I already, I already told you. We Go did ahead. this draft.
0: Tell me again.
1: Chili cheese burritos, brother.
0: <laughs> Taco Bell chili cheese
1: burritos. Taco Bell. You know, Double Decker Supreme, chili cheese burrito, burrito beef well, Baja cheese. Chalupa. They're all retired. They're all retired, <laughs> they and that's the reason chili. why.
0: No, they still have chili cheese burritos. At no, I don't think they do. They're not the no, same. No, I'm about to tell you where they still have them in Dallas, Texas, in yeah, or, you told Grand me that. Prairie, Texas. And they or, still have like, them in cr- Crystal Lake, Illinois. Yeah. I'm sure too. Yeah, because I walked in there and I saw those on the menu. I was like, all right, "Give me six of them, baby. I'm down in them." Well, mine six. Are- six.
1: Dude, there's no way I could even in my fattest days. I don't even day, know if there. I finished
0: it. It was. I'm one of those guys who gets worried. He's. There's never enough. So Not food. You ever, if uh. you come to a party at Steve's house, there's food for days because there's ten people. I'm ordering fifty pizzas to make sure everybody's fed. But anyways, mine. Man, where I'm from, we always went to Waffle House. Like that's just what we did. Mm-hmm. And, okay. But I would get a quadruple order of hash browns, and that would just be what I got. And just cover them with cheese.
1: Smothered. Covered. Is that
0: what that name is? I always just said put cheese I don't know. One's like green peppers, one's cheese, one's yeah. onions, or something like they, that. They all have a thing, but they rhymed too well, so mm-hmm. I can never remember which one was which. Like, that's the danger with what I think is called alliteration,
1: but I'm not sure. Can I tell you why I think that the North won the war? Because Boy. when we went <laughs> when we went to go get drunk food, it was Steak and Shake, the breakfast place. But you were getting a Frisco burger or something. I
0: love you were Frisco. getting a
1: you were getting a double. You but know, like to
0: the Steak and Shake in Indianapolis where it's based, and it's a shithole.
1: So yes, so i don't think that you're supposed to go eat eggs runny eggs when it's three in the morning and you're like that to me doesn't like it's supposed to be it's got to have and they say that they're actually there's there's no you know nutritional value to these these hangover cures or whatever it's not supposed to, to help it but you could stop i basically figured That if there was 47 people in the drive through line at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday in the Taco Bell, 2 o'clock a.m., then there's got to be some science behind the fact that Chili Cheese Burritos, Double Decker Supremes, Beef Baja Chalupas are probably going to make tomorrow a little better. Even though you're going to start the day on the throne and there's no getting around it. see,
0: but that's where I'm from. We... The next day is even better because we still get up super early, and we go to a place called Martin's and get a biscuit from Martin's. I get a chicken egg and cheese biscuit, and let me tell you, my friend, that's that's what it's about. That's what we've talked about about this too. I think I think Rob drafted that that biscuit or something. He did. He did. Well, and if they will not franchise outside of Georgia, I have checked because there is nothing that would make more money in Pleasant View.
1: Dude, you'll weigh five hundred pounds if you if you operate um, a fast food franchise. You'll weigh five hundred pounds. That'd be sick, dude! <laughs> I can't wait to eat the land,
0: air, and sea burger from McDonald's. But see, we already invented that. We had a different name. It was called the Beefy McChicken by the Sea, and that was the name of it. And then we had another one with the McRib and a chicken patty. It was called the Alley McVeal, and that was our. That was a favorite one. But
1: you're, anyways, <laughs> you're definitely giving McDonald's a little pub when they—they they really. I don't know what the—I don't know what the old fourth quarter earnings look like. But if I'm a stockholder at McDonald's, I'm going, mm, not much happening. Not much. Not much. We're building on here of the
0: world's population every day.
1: That's all you need to know." Dude. There's a There's a McDonald's two miles away, and I forget that it's there. All oh, I have not been to it, and I've lived here two years. There's no There's no possible scientific explanation that that's I have true. not been to a McDonald's within two miles. I've been to the crappy T Bell in front of Kroger. <laughs> that's like um three quarters of a mile, half a mile away, three quarters of a mile. I've been to that like six times. You're right. I hate that. It's their worst Taco Bell ever. But <laughs> I there's a McDonald's that I don't go to. And I don't get it. I, think I don't you know should. if they don't. It's subliminal. I don't think they're doing the subliminal thing anymore. I don't think the commercials I think are going you anymore. probably
0: rectify that this evening. So Jeez, <laughs> no. But anyways, well, that's a Village Idiot for the week. We'll catch you all next week. Peace. All right. Later.